Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome everybody to the Red X podcast. It's 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 great to to be here. It's great to have this amazing guest that we have with us today. I've I've known him for so many years, um, so we're excited to bring him back. He's been on the show before. We're we're excited to bring him back because every time we talk to him, it it gives you ideas to create stability and find opportunity in just about any marketplace, which is the whole point of what we're doing here. We started this during the crisis. We're continuing because we want to bring people on because we we think that that real estate, which is traditionally an unstable business, can be made stable and predictable and and that there's opportunity in just about any market. Today, our guest is Johnny Perez. Welcome, Johnny. Hey, Curtis. How you doing? Thanks for having me. It's it's it's, it's good to be with you. It's good to talk to you. I was excited when you were on the show before, but I'm even more excited to, to interview you because we've known each other for probably oh, wow. yeah. 15 years <laughs> and um and and so i've i've seen i've seen johnny's business grow and change and and um I've, you know through the years we've connected and talked about your success so i'm excited to talk about some of that today uh for for those of you who are joining us on um facebook on youtube on our website or any of the other platforms that you're joining us on welcome We'd love for you to put questions into the comments because even if we don't get to them in our discussion, um, I'm, I'm going to put Johnny on the spot. Johnny will go back and, and hopefully answer some of those questions for you also. Uh, we've got people on the back end who are answering questions and posting resources in there. So along the way, if Johnny throws out some ninja you know, resource that everyone wants to know about, we'll be on the back end finding the link for it and posting it for you there. So make sure you participate in the comments. Um, that's a great way to do it. So Johnny, please, why don't you just give us, I know you've been on the show before, but we have new listeners. So give us, get, talk, tell us about you, your background, your history, who you are, and and then let's get Absolutely. into it. Absolutely, Curtis. Well, of course, Johnny Perez, uh, I'm currently with Curtis here in San Diego, sunny San Diego. Um, I actually started my career in uh, here in Southern California in a little area, Inland Empire, Rancho Cucamonga, Claremont, Laverne, Pomona, all that's good stopping grounds. And about seven years ago, I up and moved down south to San Diego, uh, where the where the temperature is seventy two degrees year round. Can't miss that, right? Um, and uh, I have a little small little team. Um, I run a nonprofit, and I'm going on nineteen years now of selling real estate. Started our third decade, which is kind of scary to say, um, but uh, been through it all. And and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It was a good show we had last time, uh, right in the middle of a crisis of a pandemic. And you know, you heard me say this before. We, we kind of lived through it through well, we did live through it through two thousand seven. Um, and with every major financial crisis or pandemic, there's always an opportunity. And so, you know, for myself and for our team, we look at it as the glass half empty or half full. And I say, guys, it's overflowing. It's just a matter of what side of the fence are you on? Who are you prospecting and, and what are you really going after? And, and so for a lot of the newer agents that are listening, this is the time to take notes, take out a pen and paper, you know, ask those questions. We'll be happy to give you that feedback. Um, and again, Curtis, just thanks for having me on. This is, this yeah. is going to be fun. Thank you. You mentioned your nonprofit. I want to yeah. talk about that a little bit. Tell us, tell us about your nonprofit. Cause, cause then I want to, you know, 
You want to say, okay, I understand. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Go ahead. Absolutely. So Hero San Diego, um, find us on Facebook, Hero San Diego. And I started the nonprofit several years ago. And what it does is we are a resource for education and rebates for heroes. And heroes are not just military. We do focus a lot on military because San Diego is a military town. It's law enforcement, uh, firefighters, nurses, doctors, and teachers. And the value here is that we provide educational seminars and workshops. And you say, well, why? Why would we want to do that? Well, you realize go, growing up in high school and in college, they never taught us how to buy and sell real estate. They never taught us the ins and outs or, or interest rates or how to do this or how to keep your credit or have money in the bank. I mean, I always had money in the shoebox underneath the bed, right? So we never had that. So this is an opportunity to give back to the community. And more importantly, especially for those veterans, to just really teach them on how to utilize their VA benefits. Because there's so many myths and misconceptions that are happening that a lot of them are missing out. Um, you know, in fact, I spoke to a, a gal this morning. She was so excited. Her and her husband just purchased a home. And I said, great. And, you know, he's in the military. Take advantage of the VA. She said, no, we use conventional financing. I said, why would you do that? They had a 3.75% interest rate on conventional because that's what the agent and the lender told them was going to be best for them. When I'm looking at a 2.75% interest rate today with zero down, it's crazy. So this is why we want to give back. So the, the nonprofit allows us to be able to put on these workshops and seminars. Well, that's amazing. And, and I know it's legit, not just because we see pictures of people with big checks. Right. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that legitimizes a nonprofit anyway, but- but you've helped a lot of people. It's it's pretty amazing. If if if, if the listeners, if they're not following um, you on Facebook or, or Instagram, where should they follow you? I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Instagram I, is Instagram is JP okay. Realtor. Uh, yeah. Keep it very simple. Um, Facebook is Johnny Perez. Yeah. Um, and then our our Hero San Diego um, is the uh, is the nonprofit yeah. that's on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So and and that's where probably where I've seen all those pictures. So it's pre- it's it's pretty amazing to see lives changed. I mean that's hopefully why. That's what we want to do. We want to help as many heroes achieve right. the dream of home ownership because we know that is where wealth is built. So talk to me then, if you have a nonprofit, you know, that, that's helping educate people, your real estate business, we're in crisis, you know, states are shut down. Some states are opening back up more than others. Mm-hmm. How, how have you kept that going? Um, because again, you used to, used to get together and do these these education seminars. Talk to me about how you've maintained through the through COVID. Absolutely. Well, we definitely had a post and pivot. Um, we are not new to virtual. Uh, and I say we as far as my team and my and myself, because we have a relocation um, a service, if you will, concierge relocation service that we provide when clients are relocating. So we have been able to sell home sight unseen via virtual tours, via Facebook Live. Um, I've had a lot of military that were overseas, somewhere, you know, wherever they were, and they purchased sight unseen came came to san diego was like yep it's the perfect house so for us it was just kind of like i like to say we had a post and pivot just a little more obviously our local buffalo wild wings where we host all of our hero events got shut down right johnny sorry no event tonight so we said what do we do and like everybody on this call we had to quickly understand and do our research on what's going to be the better platform you know there's so many out there we decided and 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 gone with zoom so zoom if you want to scratch us a check but uh, so we went with Zoom uh, because they have a wonderful webinar platform, and, and we immediately transitioned over. And so you started doing all your education seminars on um, uh, virtually. Correct. Yeah. And- so what, what we did was we 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 initiated it through Facebook, um, like we've always done as far as advertising, and we are able to touch more now because 
believe it or not, the, the level of everybody understanding and how to use Zoom had just skyrocketed in like three weeks. So we saw our April ones kind of stagger with people. And then May, it just like started momentum. The wheel started turning. And now in June, we're just like full-fledged each of our different webinars. And we do it also on the real estate. So guys that are listening don't have, a, don't have maybe a lot of military presence in the area, or maybe they're not into the nonprofit or don't have one. On the real estate side, I actually host a couple on home buyer seminar or uh, how to virtually sell your house during a pandemic. I mean, th that's huge, right? So you can do that, you know, from home in any state, in any city here in, in the United States. That's amazing. Well, and and we talked about this before before we went live too. You're not new to this concept of educating people um, on the real estate side to 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 feed your business. Um, and and because when I first met you, uh, I think we met at at a conference, and and you really wanted the FISBO, the you know for sale by owner list because you were doing for sale by owner seminars. Yes. Right. Yeah. Talk to talk to us about that. So I had this, this crazy idea, again, education, right? And I said, let's educate for sale by owners on what it really takes to sell a home. Now, mind you, I'm going to outdate myself because this was 2004, I think, Curtis, right, when we met, or 2005, somewhere in there. And, uh, and so internet wasn't as, as big as it is today. Um, so there was, uh, again, for sale by owners, thought I could just put a sign up in my house, sell the house. The market's great. Everybody's selling. It's great. So my concept was, great, let's educate the seller on what it really takes to make it through. And so we were obviously um, at hotel rooms. We rented space and, and you know, got it off the ground. But my whole goal was we had, obviously, myself as a realtor. We had a local lender. We had an appraiser. And more importantly, I had a real estate attorney, a good friend of mine, come out because it's almost that concept of remember growing up watching cartoons where the kid wants to smoke or, or, or the cartoon wants to smoke. And what do they do? They put the whole pack of cigarettes and light them, right? Well, that's the concept we wanted to give to that for sale by owner. Like, look at, look at the amount of paperwork that is stacked and disclosures that you have to go through. And God forbid you miss something, you're going to end up in court. And by the way, here's a real estate attorney that is currently handling real issues from for sale by owner people just like you. So we're able to post and turn uh, on that concept of here's the education. If you want to sell it, here you go. This is what it takes to sell. Um, and, and in the return, they realized, wow, I'm going to get less for my house because I don't know how to negotiate. I'm over here complaining about the 5 or 6% commission when overall I'm probably going to lose 8 to 10% on the sale of my home. So it was just getting into that psyche of teaching them and walking them through that process. And, and we did very good throughout that time. Uh, up until obviously the demise of the market and, and it, it switched on us because then everything turned to switch short sales in REO. Right. Well, what, what, why not bring that back in a virtual environment now? Well, that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. We talked to each other a couple of weeks ago or last week, I think it was. And I'm like, Curtis, I think it's time. Let's go right. virtual now. That's right. So talk to me about that process of how you're going to do that. How, how, how would you set that up? I mean, because uh, Hopefully other people are listening to this going, that, that makes so much sense. Sure. You know, yeah, inventory is yeah. low. I need, you know, if there's a for sale by owner out there, I need it in, we need it listed. Yeah. We've, we've been talking about it more too, because the pandemic here the last couple of weeks, because we have tons of buyers. Um, San Diego, like I'm sure most of the country, we are at a, a housing crisis. Um, not only do we have a pandemic or post-pandemic coming through a pandemic, but we also are in a housing crisis. Uh, last numbers before COVID, we were like 42,000 units short in San Diego as a whole county. 
Um, so it's not going to stop. Right. And, and we've seen multiple offers when COVID hit, we did see, you know, about 40% of our, our buyers jump out of the market or fall out because of circumstances of losing the job and so forth. But then we saw the other sector jump in. And so we're seeing eight, 10, 12 offers on, on properties right now. Right. So my thought is how do we find that inventory? And for us, we can't, because of COVID, we still cannot door knock. We still cannot farm neighborhoods. And, and that's one of our big tools that I utilize as an agent. Every week, you'll catch me farming every Wednesday morning. I'm hitting a neighborhood of 200 to 250 houses. So write that down. If you're not doing that, add that to your basket of items you need to do on a weekly basis. And I say 200 to 250 because it's doable. Some agents say, I want to I hit 1,000 houses. Slow down, slow your roll, find your farm and hit with 250. Or if you have a listing, do a just listing or just sold kind of atmosphere or letter in those areas. Um, so with that said, we said, how else can we go? Because we can't door knock right now. We're limited. We can't we can't leave flyers on, on, on people's doorsteps right now because of COVID. So that idea was let's let's take what's going good right now in our buyer's concept and then let's flip it to for sale by owners. Um, and we know in any market you're going to have for sale by owners and they have the people that want to sell it themselves. Right. And so, so the same concept, get, get the invite, get them on a webinar, educate them. If they want to do it on their own. Great. But yes. inevitably people start to realize, you know, I, I can't do all of that. Right. Right. And, and for the agents that are listening, keep in mind that anything we do is it's a campaign, right? You want to look at it as a campaign, uh, especially with seminars. A lot of agents don't want to host seminars even pre pre COVID, right? Because, Oh, it takes too much work. And what if nobody shows up and, and we've had seminars where there was only one person, but that's all it takes is one, right? On a good seminar, you're getting three to six people, not 36, three to six people um, at your seminar. So if you're running it for 90 days or six months, be all in, put that together with your sphere, with your affiliates, whoever's gonna help you with that um, and, and do that research, right? And the script comes easy because we're selling real estate, we understand the process. So make it very, very simplified. Um, um, to be able to bring it to them on a webinar, right? And you're going to want to track your numbers. Like we're very good right now at tracking numbers. We, we know right now, you know, out of the people that sign up, 37.8% of them are actually logging on to the webinar, okay? And out of that, we're, we're, we're generating between 7 to 11% that are now turning you know, over to us as customers. Well, uh, in, in, what, in what time frame? Um, this, this whole time frame was as of when we started the webinar. So, uh, I believe our first one was March, the last Wednesday of March when we started our first webinar. Um, and Zoom is great because they have all the statistics there. Um, I also use Eventbrite to have people register because I'm all about capturing data. And I think that's important because I think we're going to talk about this too, about CRMing and what you're doing and not doing. Um, so we want to utilize those resources that, that are out there for us. So if you're listening and you're an agent, hey, I want to host an event, host on Eventbrite. It's free, you know, unless you're charging for the tickets, which... We don't charge for a ticket, but um, you can utilize that. And, and of course, it'll keep your stats on how many signed up. And, and then that's going to be good because when you look at your stats, you're going to know what commercials or what boosts or what post took them to your ad or to the Eventbrite to sign up. Well, well thank you. I, I, think, um, I think we should, we should get going when you're going to do your first FISBO virtual Ah. seminar because then we should have you back and you can yeah. uh, you know lessons learned we do, we do a 90 day run and and see what we can produce out of it here in sunny san diego yeah let's do okay. it all right yeah i mean we use you guys anyway so we'll utilize the red x and we'll utilize what we're doing on, on normal if you guys want to follow along you're more than welcome 
on our Facebook, you'll see what we're doing. Uh, yeah, let's let's say uh, by the by the beginning of Jan uh, July, let's do it. Let's. I think that gives us plan. I mean, we, like I said, you and I have already been talking, and my team has been talking about it because we need inventory for our buyers. You know, right. we have these buyers sitting there like, um, when's the next house going up? So I think this will work great. Let's do it, and, and let's challenge some other agents across the nation. If you guys are listening and you want to hop on, maybe. Curtis, we can put together a little mastermind group and meet every other week and just kind of, you know, go over the the wins and the losses, what's working and what's not working. Because I know San Diego is a different market than Ohio or Nebraska or New York. I mean, New York, they're still not even out showing property yet. So right. it's a little different. Um, but yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. So for for the listeners, if you want if you want to get in on this and start doing for sale by owner uh, virtual seminars, uh, then then go ahead and, and tell say I'm in in the comments. And our team will reach out. We'll put together a quick mastermind. We could do a quick, you know, short call and and yeah. help each other succeed in here. That's exciting. Well, look, let me let me shift gears here because all the lead generation in the world um, only goes so far. You get it, it's what you do once you have the lead. I, you said it. I'd love to capture data. Uh, that's because that that becomes a lead. That's that becomes somebody that goes into your database that you then as long as you follow up the right way, will eventually turn it into business. So talk to me about lead follow-up, the importance of lead follow-up, and then I wanna jump into what you do because I know that you do lead follow-up really great, which is why you have a much more predictable, stable business than a lot of agents out there that are living commission to commission. Correct, correct, so absolutely. And and a lot of our, majority of our business does come from our sphere of influence and, and referrals and, and, our, and our database. And I'm just as guilty as I'm sure a lot of the agents here is we don't keep it up enough, right? And and we don't we're not on top of it like we should be. And it happens. It's the nature of the beast. And so during the pandemic of the closure, there was about two weeks that we we couldn't even go out to show property anyway. So we took that time to actually work on our business. We took that time to sit down and say, what are we missing? Or what am I not a genius at that I need help with to reach out? And one of those was uh, our CRM. And uh, we're fortunate enough that Compass um, actually has an internal CRM that they just purchased contractually for us. Um, but there are other systems out there uh, like Top Producer, uh, whatnot, where you can actually put your CRM together. So number one, guys, go through your CRM. And I know it's time consuming, but I realized that I couldn't hire anybody to go through it. I had 5,000 people in my database. And so I had to physically go through all of them myself. So I spent the last 90 days just taking a little bit every day, blocking but, but, an hour. But going through and doing what? I mean, what do you mean? What do you even mean? Because, because honestly, I, if when I ask a lot of agents, uh, where's your database? They go, yeah. You know, that's, that's, my and that's not a bad situation if you <laughs> have it dinging so that you know that, oh, Curtis just bought a house for me two years ago. Let me call him. It's his anniversary. Right. Right. It could be. You're absolutely right. If you want to use your phone, this is powerful. This is a computer. Absolutely. So for us with the pandemic, we took it upon ourselves to call all of our clients just to check in on them. And it had nothing to do with real estate. It was how are you? How are you doing? How are you holding up? Um, I'm just calling to check on you. If you need anything, let me know. Now you say, OK, well, Johnny, it's post, so to speak. You know, we're, we're coming out of it. Still follow up. Hey, how did everything go? We survived. Wow. What's next? Right. So just pick up the phone and call them. Again, if you have a big, big uh, a sphere, it's going to take a little bit of time. So do it like the farming block out a certain amount of time. Well, when's the best time to call? The best time to call is when you pick up the phone and you're dialing numbers. OK, so do that. Number one. Um, number two, go through and start organizing it. You know, if you know their birthdays, um, if you need to send out an email, say, hey, I'm just updating my database. Do you mind just sending me your address? 
um, or your newest email, some of them might have moved, moved jobs. Um, and you say, well, why, if they moved addresses, how can we just sell the house? Well, some of them in our database are renters still, um, or um, they're maybe lost their house last time and they're not quite ready to buy again. So there's, there's a lot of different uh, people in our, in our database, right? Our CRM. Um, we also have some affiliates that we do business with that we can reach out to like attorneys and stuff. So we want to just reach out to them and, and see if there's anything in their pipeline or introduce them to virtual. Um, in fact, one of my virtual uh, webinars, um, I had a local gal that does 1031 exchanges. So I had that company come on to my platform and I hosted them on my on, on a virtual uh, webinar. Um, so those are ideas, right? And I got that because I was going through my database. Hey, how's 1031s? What's changing with COVID? Well, a lot's changing. You're going to get this extension. You're going to get, well, you know what? People need to know. Let's put it on Facebook. That's amazing. Well, and, and I, I think... You're saying it, but but I want to make it clear to the listeners is the fact that you you know who these people are because you're giving instructions saying, well, first call your clients. I think there's some there's a step for some people where they need to start with going back and going, okay, go through your list of people in whatever database or CRM you have, and, and you've got a segment. These are past clients. These are future clients. Mm-hmm. So these are people who know me by name these are people who are acquaintances that maybe i need to you know rekindle some sort of relationship with like if you don't know who they are then then the likelihood that you will pick up the phone is is pretty unlikely so uh, i i just insert into what you did johnny it sounds like you already knew that but -hmm. i think there's a lot of agents out there that need to go through it and segment their list into 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 the buckets or groups of people so that you know here's past clients here's the leads here's people that you met at open houses whatever whatever they are you need to have that segmentation absolutely and invest into a crm Uh, i know a lot of good companies out there provide it but you still want to invest in your crm Um, our crm is really detailed detailed in we know when we send out an email our ai ai is huge right now right our ai will tell us when the best time to send it because when they open their emails. For some of our clients, it's between the hours of four to six, believe it or not, and no clue this ever happens. So we track on all those numbers and and send out emails, guys. I, mean, I know you might say, well, it's redundant. I keep sending out emails, but you just never know. You got to stay on a plan, put them in that, in, in that certain CRM plan and just follow that action. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So call clients, see how they're doing. Is it too late for that? No, not at all. I think it's even better now. Hey, how, how are you guys recovering? What's going on? You know, I had some clients that that one of the spouses had had lost their job, so they weren't sure if they needed to sell, um, or if they had enough funds to weather the storm. I mean, let's be realistic. In Cal, in United States, they say the average homeowner has maybe one month of 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 money of savings, and the difference between going BK and not, as I, I heard, it was like four hundred or six hundred dollars somewhere in there. I don't know the exact number, but it was very very low. So, I mean, it, it's one of those calls, right? So a lot of those just check up on your clients, check up on your clients. You say, well, Johnny, I'm starting new. I don't really have a lot of clients. Well, go to your sphere, go to your family and friends and just start start going through the list, right? It's contact sport. That's awesome. Okay, so a couple more nuggets I want to make sure people wrote down. Block time to do this every week or every day if you don't have any other business. Um, organize and update. I loved, Johnny, the script. It's so simple, but but see when we talk to agents about picking up the phone and calling, they go, I, I don't, what do I say? What's my reason for right. and, and say it's easier than ever. Hey, Curtis is Johnny. How you been? Oh, I'm doing great. Hey, I'm just calling today. Cause I, you know, I know, man, this post COVID thing is crazy. How are you guys holding up? Right. Well, what if they don't remember you? If they don't remember Johnny, you, right? Johnny, 
That's great. Hey, Curtis, remember, hey, I sold you the house on 123 ABC Street. I'm just checking in. Man, it's been a while, and I apologize for not getting to you sooner, but I made it a point to reach out to you just to see how, how you guys are doing here with the post-COVID. Yeah, I love that. I also love I also love the part of, hey, I'm just I'm updating my database. I want to make sure I have the right thing, you know, your birthday, your anniversary, you know, whatever whatever field you want as a reason. Whatever it is. Out. And you know, you know, it's funny too, because we were making those calls and I, I picked up six refis for my lender while I was making those calls. And so what that did was it turned my lender now to be like, man, I got to help Johnny get more business. Right. Right. You know, and I, I don't do loans, but it was just part of a conversation. Hey, I heard the rates went down to 2.75. Tell me about that. Yeah. Great. Let, well, if you want to chat, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So Colleen, what else? Any, you have your affiliates, people that you work with, vendors, third party, those types of business relationships, any other segments or, or reasons to call as you were going through a CRM? Again, I want, I want the people listening to be able to, to take something away from here and actually go take some action that sure. can result in, in some, some business for them. Yeah. And guys, if you're too scared to call, um, there's a program out there, I think it's called Bomb Bomb or Bon 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 Bon. And you can actually record something like this real fast. Hey guys, this is Johnny checking in on you. Hope all is well, blah, 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 blah. And you can email it out to them. Very simple, very to do. Cause I know some people get scared of calling like, I don't know if they're going to answer and they're hoping that they don't answer. So they don't have to say anything. And then they, they want to leave a message. There's those, those programs out there, right guys. So there's different ways to get with them. Um, if you want to do a short story, talk to your clients on Instagram and Facebook, they should be following you. If they're not, then sit down, block time, and do social media time to find them on social media, to reconnect them. My clients know what's going on because they all follow me. So when I post a picture of them with their new house, they're tagging all their friends. They're tagging all their family members, right? So you can do the same. Well, I don't, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I'm afraid to ask them, you know, if, 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 uh, if they're on Facebook or Instagram. I, I get it all the time. Um, or do those, um, share a story with them. Hey, I just sold another house in your neighborhood. Uh, and that's why I wanted to reach out to you. So there's so many different avenues. I mean, for somebody to say, guys, uh, I'm home. There's a pandemic. I can't go on to show property. So I'm going to sit here. Use the time to work on your business. Because I tell you what, the best of the best. I said it last time, I believe, on the, on the episode with you guys. The best of the best will survive. And the best of the best will build brand and market share right now in this market. There will be more millionaires produced out of this market than we had in the last 13 years. So think about that just for a second. Well, it's true. I mean, you already see you already see agents getting out of the business, and if they were doing, you know, one, two, five transactions a year, those transactions need to go somewhere. Right, and, and there's going to be fewer transactions. I mean, that's the real, at least here in Southern California. The reality of it is there's going to be fewer transactions transactions happening. So it's up to us as the experienced, or even if you're just starting out, um, to be able to build your brand and expand your brand. I mean, we tripled, quadrupled down on all of our social media spending during the whole time. And even to this day, I mean, we're seeing ads that we're just doubling and tripling our, our ad, our ad money's on, but we're doing it smart. We're doing it effectively and we're tracking the numbers. So yeah. we know what commercials are, or what ads are getting top, top looks or top clicks. I mean, obviously everybody wants likes on Facebook and Instagram. I say this all the time, but we don't want the likes because you can't take a like to the bank and cash it. We want them to convert into actual conversations. You know, I mean, we just closed the deal. We referred them out to Pennsylvania um, just yesterday and it was 19 direct messages on our, uh, on our, our Facebook page. And that, there was no phone call, no text. It was all that. 
we linked them to where we had to go, got them qualified and referred them out and referred them to an agent in Pennsylvania. And they're actually out shopping today, believe it or not, for a $400,000 house. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Okay. So CRM, following up with your CRM is so critical to, to maintaining stability in your business. Um, you said it, uh, we're not shy about it. All of our best clients, um, the, most of their business comes from past clients, referrals, sphere of influence. And, and, you know, and I know this is kind of a tangent here, but, but the reason why people prospect expires is because that's a really great way to expand your sphere of influence really quickly. The reason why we're going to start doing FISBO seminars together, here, Johnny, is, is because those people end up in your CRM as past clients who are going to give you more and more referrals in Absolutely. your business. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and to backtrack on that too, Curtis, take the time right now, guys, to study your scripts, learn your scripts, because you can have a hundred leads in front of you, but if you're not practicing your scripts, you're not learning your scripts. And I know the question, well, what script, where should I go? I mean, there's so many out there, right? And I've been through them all with Curtis. We've been through Tom. We've been through, we've been through Danny. We, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, the point is pick some up, study them. If you're an unseasoned agent or just starting out, join a team, hop on a team. Okay, I would say, hey, 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Okay, your learning curve is going to go through the roof. What did we just see in the pandemic? Everybody's learning curve like this for Zoom, right, and webinars. Even our kids now know how to do right. a Google Classroom for crying out loud. What does that tell us? We have to take advantage of that. We have to be a step of that. So understand and learn your scripts now so when that line is out the door, you're able to communicate and you're able to bring them in and close them as a client. Right. So, so uh I want to jump in because we're talking about lead follow-up and and of course we we look at crm as a lead i mean a past client is a source of business that's to us it's all prospecting the act of going out and getting new business um so so if you you generate these leads online talk to me about the process of following up how often do you follow up uh, maybe even with your sphere of influence and, and maybe there are different categories but how often are, are you calling reaching out connecting so a lot of them start with our virtual, our virtual um, um, stuff that we're doing right now. When those leads come in, immediately that well, the Zoom automatically sends them out a thank you email immediately that we've customized and it, we already know that goes out. That's that's simple. The next morning, I reach out to all of them with a personal email. If I remember, if they asked a question, I'll try to touch it. I know it's time consuming, but I've blocked out my my morning about 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. is is kind of going every Thursday because my big seminar, my big webinars are Wednesday evening. So Thursday morning, I'm going through them. I'm sending out that email and I'm CCing my director of operations and I'm CCing our lender that's affiliated or helping us with those leads, right? That was on the call with us. Um, so we're touching them there. Um, and then simultaneously after that, you say, well, how long should I hit these leads up? Well, I always say this, listen, I would continue to bug them until they tell you, hey, I'm going to file a restraining order against you or you know what, get me qualified. Okay, right. now a lot of that I push to the lender. If it's a buyer lead, I'm pushing it to the lender to get them qualified. Why? Because usually on my seminars or when I speak to them or I'm messaging them through Facebook, everything I say is step one, you have to get qualified. And more importantly, at least here in Southern California, in order for me to even show you a house, we have to have you sign a COVID disclosure, which says I check the box that I am qualified to purchase this property should I want to, okay? So I immediately future pace the client. It's not like the good old days where there's an open house and you can walk right in or you call an agent to show you this house. I'm sorry, you now have to sign a disclosure. So that helps us as agents. I know some agents frown, oh man, more paperwork, more disclosures. 
Use it to your advantage. What's the advantage? Hey, Mr. Mr. Buyer, Curtis, you want to go see this property? No problem. Let's get you qualified so I can have a pre-approval letter. And by the way, you need to sign this, this uh, PED. It's called a PED form here in Southern California. And it just helps stimulate that. So they know step one, qualify. Well, I, uh, that might be a great idea to, to adapt that even if your state doesn't require that right now. I mean, what a time savings. I, I, I often am, am amazed in these big Facebook groups where somebody goes, well, just showed another 18 houses and found out they have a 480 credit score. And I go, why did, what? <laughs> you know. Well, and you know, it's funny you say that not only that, that's one issue, but then the other issue is they are qualified and they still want to see 18 homes. Well, guys, because of COVID, we can't show as many properties, number one. And number two, there's a lot of virtual tours now. All the agents are, we all switching back to Matterport more effectively because Matterport, Matterport's great. We're doing videos. We're doing uh, Facebook lives at properties. So now it's even more intricate. Like we know they're qualified. So they are enable, willing, and they want to purchase. And then we just kind of zoom them in. So the reality of it, uh, Curtis, I'm taking clients out to see maybe three, four houses max. And out of those, we're probably writing two offers on, on, on two out of the four. So it's just a matter of future pacing the client, letting them know that, hey, it's not my fault. This is COVID. Sorry. And, and we just literally last week got past that they can now take their kids. Prior to, we were taking families of just husband and wife because kids couldn't come in the houses. Now the kids can. Uh, but uh, my point is that we future pace them on what was required and the clients are not going to give you any backlash. Right. So so let me back, let me let me back up then, because um, it's what you're or play it back is what you're saying. The lead follow up should be about about all about the next step. I'm, I'm trying to put it in tactical yeah. terms that people can walk sure. away with. So, so, so yeah, that buyer lead comes into us. Now we're going to attack them and, and we have the, the job placement, so to speak, on a checklist. Who's going to touch them first? Who's going to touch them second? Right. So it, it's always myself touching them first and then it goes straight and then the lender's touching up with them. And a lot of them, because depending on where we got them from, I future pace them to get on one of our apps, our home search apps. So they already know the director of operations is going to reach out to them and put them on that app. So now we captured them on the app and we know they were looking because we can track everything they're doing. And then it's up to our lender and his team now to get them qualified. I don't want to see them until it's time to show properties. This is how my system set up. So once they're qualified, they go now back to my director of operations. She helps them search for properties and puts all that together. They say, yes, we want to see properties one, two, and three. She schedules it. She sets it all up. And then I shoot out and, and, and show those appointments. How just, I, we can't go, this is a whole topic for a webinar all of yeah. itself, but um, spend, spend one minute. If somebody doesn't have a lender that they have that type of relationship with, what, what advice would you give, give them to, to figure that out? Find a new lender. I mean, there's, there's so many lenders out there. I hate to say that, but guys, if the lender's not working with you, we had this on, on a mastermind call right in the middle of COVID and the lender, literally a lender that I know was upset about how the market, how they're going to get deals. And oh my God, the sky is falling. And I looked at him and said, man, it's barely the third week of March. COVID had nothing to do with that. It's what you were prospecting in January and February is why you don't have any business today. So if you're struggling, it might not be a right match. And guys, this is business. Business is business. Yeah. It's never personal. If you guys cannot, that's why I say do a campaign together with that lender. Maybe that lender is good in down payment assistance program. Maybe he's good with luxury market. We have one lender that we go to because they are amazing on $1.5, $3 million purchases, right? Uh, maybe it's a VA lender. Maybe it's an FHA lender. FHA is huge right now in, in, in any state across the United States. So team up with those lenders that understand. And more importantly, they're not afraid to go virtual. Everything is going Zoom. Our lender jumps on Zoom calls with the clients to get them qualified. 
right? And they say, well, no, it's too much. It's too hard. It's too difficult. It's just the same way as me picking up the phone and having a conversation, but he's on a Zoom call with them, connecting them with connecting with them on a different level. So find that lender or that affiliate that has those same ideas and don't be afraid to interview. Do not be afraid to fire uh, because at the end of the day, this is your business. Do, do, have you found, thank you for that. I, we could talk all day long about setting up your network of affiliates and vendors and how, how important that is to your business uh, for another, another time. Uh, do you find that, that the video and the zoom and, and everything that you're doing more of now because of COVID is creating more retention with the leads, more loyalty with the leads. They're not falling off and going, by the way, I bought a house with another agent. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It is definitely, we're, we're seeing that once we've captured them, we've been good. They're either, they either are ready to purchase or they're not ready to purchase. Right. So it's not like we, they jump ship to go with another lender or another realtor. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, and, and also our, our, our forms, once we have them qualified, we're sending them out forms, which basically um, you could throw in a buyer broker agreement. So if you're a state that has buyer broker agreements, throw that in there. We throw an agency disclosure that now we're representing you. We have a whole new coming soon thing that just came out here in our MLS. So we've we've had to now adapt a, an agency disclosure. We've always had it, but we've now now we give it to them ahead of time. And then of course our PED, our COVID disclosure. So those three disclosures go out. That means they're our client, right. unless we unless we fire each other. <laughs> right. Is your lead follow up different for? Is it that different for, for different leads or, or essentially you're saying, I, however I get them, I'm following up with them the same way. I, I guess there's a question that came in from Jamal who's asking about FISBO mm -hmm. versus, versus expired versus other leads. Um, is your follow-up essentially all about qualification? And so, so we, yeah, you're right. We touched upon a lot of buyers. That's, that's more of the buyer side. So what are we doing guys with the listings or what are we doing with our, with our for sale by owners? Great question, Jamal. So for sale by owner, you should just put together a campaign on that for sale by owner, right? I usually say you want to touch base with them probably on a Monday or Tuesday and you want to touch base with them on a Friday. Okay. Why? Well, before COVID they were doing open houses, they were doing showings um, and, and whatnot. So now during COVID you want to be, that professional you want to be that person that's going to help them and answer their questions because then in turn you could find out why they're selling and where they need to go and how soon they need to be there as long as you're touching base with them hey mr seller it's monday or, or this is the first call i want to know you know you, you got to ask those questions basically that's going back to your script are you asking those sensitive questions on where they're moving to, how soon they have to be there and why they're selling. The reality of it is right now in this market, sellers that are on the market are not testing the market to see, hey, honey, let's see if we get 800,000 for our house. And if we do, we'll sell. No, they don't want anybody walking through their house right now with COVID. Right. So they have it listed at a price that's going to sell. So you want to find out that uh, that timeline for that for sale by owner. You want to find out that if he's ready, what, what it, does he want to move forward today or is he, is he thinking he wants a million dollars and his house is only worth seven? Right. Okay. I, I love the Monday, Friday thing uh, that we we've seen a lot of successful agents use that because the weekends is when a, when a homeowner they're, 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 they're that's the only time they're thinking about, okay, what do I got to do? So the, the, the stress and anxiety of getting the house ready and thinking about what do I got to do to sell it? And then hitting them up again at the beginning of the week where that's still fresh in their mind of the frustration of, man, I, where am I going to post this? And how am I going to market this? And how am I going to get fit? You know, it's a, that's a great follow-up 
you know, nugget there for, for sale by owners for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you already said you follow up until they get a restraining order. That That's not Red X's stance, but, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, so. Well, and and I'll, I'll reiterate that for the agents out there. Cause I know you're going to get Curtis. You told me to keep going. Now these, these are buyers that have called us on a certain, or they were already on our webinar. Um, you know, we've already contact. It's not a, it's not a cold lead like a for sale by owner that I'm calling, you know, yes, I'm going to continue to call them and just follow up, but it's a different, it's a different type of, uh, I'm not going after them as I would as a buyer. If a buyer came to my seminar now, okay, Mr. Buyer, you said you were interested. Let's get you qualified. That's a different conversation that hey, Mr. Seller, you're thinking about selling or you trying to, you are doing a for sale by owner. Let me ask you questions about your home. Let me find out what your motivation is. Let me find out where you're headed to. Oh, you want a bigger home. By the way, I happen to have a listing up in this area. Or would you like me to start showing you those properties? Let me put you on my app. Let me get you started. Have you been qualified? Hey, as a for sale by owner, do you understand now with the new PED and coronavirus, yada, 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 yada. I mean, so there's so many different angles to go there. So let, we're, 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 we're running out of time here. Tell me, I'm going to go through lead, uh, different lead types. Okay. You tell me how often you or 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 your advice to people, how often they should be calling them per week, per month, per quarter, whatever it is. So with your CRM, let me break that down into you've got past clients. How often are, should people be reaching out to them? Past clients should be at least once a quarter. Um, and But I also put them now on our monthly email that goes out. So every month we have something like, hey, you know, the events that happen in San Diego. Well, there's no events right now, but, you know, spring fever, whatever, whatever we put in. We have a great marketing team at Compass that every month they give us this wonderful um, ready to go template for our email. And so we just uh, personalize, they personalize it for us a little bit and then we send it out. And that goes to all the sphere. And, and, and that's an email. So when you say once per quarter, that's that you're trying to make a connection and have a conversation. I would, I would say make a, make okay. a connection. And that's your past clients. What what about um, your affiliates? Um, affiliates, guys, I think that just kind of, uh, I don't want to say I'm on a daily routine with them, but I'm, I'm for sure with my lender, it's a daily talk, right? I mean, if you're, if you're working buyer leads like that, it's definitely on, on a daily talk. Um, with, with all the other affiliates, I think it just kind of depends on, is there a certain campaign you're doing? I know one of our escrow companies um, helps us out on for sale by owners and they'll send them out a for sale by owner guide. You know, um, they'll come at them um, like, hey, we we help Johnny with all of his escrows. We'd love to help you. If you happen to get a buyer or an offer, let us know. We'll, we'll take care of you and give you the for sale by owner rate. Um, and that allows me to have that access so that if my if my girl from escrow is contacting them and they say, oh, we have an offer, she's going to notify me. That offer falls through. She's going to call me up and then I can I can then have that ammo to go to them and, and ask them, hey, what happened to that offer? Oh, my gosh. And then in return she's upselling me like crazy with that for sale by owner. Awesome. So weekly, I would say weekly or bi-weekly. Okay. What, what about friends or family, people, people who are in your sphere of influence, but you have not yet transacted with them? How, use, how often are you? use social media to reach out to them. Social media. How frequently? I would say when you come across, I mean, if you're, if you're spending an hour on social media and you're going through people's feeds, comment. Oh my God, congratulations. Your, your, your kid just became a ninth grader. Um, happy birthday. I mean, it's the easiest thing to do. Facebook does your CRM right there for you, right? And, and, and how, do, how, do, how do you remind them to keep you forefront of mind when they are thinking about buying or selling real estate? Uh, well, then you can follow up with them.
quarter, you can add them to your once a quarter sphere and just kind of reach out to them if you have that relationship or if you've already sold them a house, they haven't purchased from you yet, then it's kind of, you're still fishing, right? So you want them to start, because Facebook and, and, and Instagram with their algorithms, the, the people you talk, you only hit what, 20, 25% of your actual 5,000 people that follow you, because I have 5,000 that, that follow me on my personal account. But I know if, if I'm constantly in their feed, I'm going to come up and then they're going to just see my my stories of I just helped this family. And guys, right now with COVID, nobody wants to hear that you're number one. Nobody wants to hear that you're selling the most houses in the neighborhood. I believe me, I love all those accolades, like each and every one of you. And it's a competition. It's the fire inside. But the reality of it is that's not what the clients want to see. The clients want to see, oh, my God, look at this beautiful family that was able to purchase a home. How did they do it? I love that. And, the, and, and your friends, family, those type of, of people in your database are, are getting your once a month Correct. letter anyway, which is probably branded with your, your, oh, yeah. your business. Branded so, links. We talk about everything we're doing. Okay. What about um, seller? Let's go expireds. If you're working expireds, how often, you know, you have an initial, they go, ah, may, I think, you know, maybe call me in a month. I might be interested. Expireds are, are a unique breed. I know some agents that just call them and call them and, until they don't until they don't pick up anymore, right? Um, I would I would make that initial call and find out what happened. A lot of agents make the, make the the wrong choice by saying, "Hey, you're an expired. Um, I know why you didn't sell, and let me get you more money and put it up now." I think it's more of find out why the seller didn't sell and where they what their needs are. What is it that they need? So then you know how to adapt. Am I going to have to call them in two days or am I, I'm not going to call them for three weeks? Okay. Okay. So that's on a per basis on, on expired. And, and, and then your FISBOs. So I mean, FISBOs. You have a good, it always starts with an initial. And I, and I understand however that first call goes is, but, but generally it's an okay call. You know, they're like, I want to give it a shot on my own, but. I'll keep you in mind. If you have a buyer, I'll pay a co-op. Yeah. So for, for sale by owners, I like you said, I think Monday and Fridays are always good days because they show through the weekend. Hey, how did the weekend go? And you could tell them about your experience. Yeah, I just went out. You know, we had three buyers. We Man, we put them in escrow or my two listings. You know, prior to COVID, we talk about the open houses and how we put up 50 signs for every open house. And yes, we do put up that many signs or we used to. Um, I'm kind of excited. We are shifting away from open houses and they're going to be more more virtual now. <laughs> Uh, which I think is going to be great because it's going to allow us as agents to be multitasking and, and do more. So, um, yeah, talk to them. Uh, how did the weekend go? I know you had said you had a couple of showings. Did you get an offer? Do you need help with that offer and have my lender call them to get them qualified? Because buyers are liars. Let's make sure they're qualified. Okay. Hey, oh, it's a really good offer. It's a strong offer. It's all cash or they're already qualified. They showed you their pre-approval. Great. What escrow company and title are you working with? Because I work with some of the great ones here in San Diego. You know what? Let me just refer them over to you. Because if they so, need to buy a house, they're going to appreciate you. And they're going to say, you know what, Johnny, you helped us out throughout the wholesale of this home. And we know you didn't represent us, but can you help us find us this certain home that we're looking for? Or we're awesome. looking to make a move out of state. I mean, we've been, we've been transitioning a lot of clients out of state. And I mean, it's, it's a great referral income, guys. I mean, 25, 30%, and we're doing 30% of 400,000 in Chicago right now. And then yesterday, Pennsylvania, another 400,000. So, hey, those are nice checks to get in the mail. Right, right. That's awesome. Okay, what about a geographic farm? Because you mentioned door knocking. You can't door knock right now. Right. So if somebody wants to work a, a 200, 250 homes, a geographic area, what, what's, what's the follow-up? 
you know so absolutely so there's two there's two farms real quick curtis i know we're running a long time but there's two farms there's one your geographical farm usually i, I tell folks do it where you live at do it in your neighborhood so they see you so they know who you are a lot of us want to be secret agents this is not the time to be a secret agent okay so in your neighborhoods when we're allowed to start farming again get out and meet your neighbors now also keep in mind sit with your title company and run the numbers of that neighborhood to find out what the turnover ratios are. When I started many, many moons ago, I was so hip that I wanted to sell houses in this certain community. And the reality of it is nobody sold there unless they died. And I hate to say that, but that's just how it went. And a lot of those, the kids end up inheriting the house and they never wanted to sell. They turned into a rental and moved into themselves. So check your numbers. That's where it goes back to your numbers. See what the turnover ratio is at. Seven, eight, 12% turnover ratio. Great. The second farm that I do that I said, you guys heard me say every Wednesday morning, I used to farm and I would hit 200 to 250. That would be with what is happening in my, in, in my world that week. Did I just put someone in escrow? Is there a buyer looking for a house in a specific community or a certain neighborhood? Right. Um, so it could be a just listed. It could be a just sold. It could be a letter on their door. Hey, are you interested in selling? I have a buyer for you. OK. Um, and that one rotates around depending on where my business is. Um, one one month I happen to be in South County of San Diego for the whole month, all four Wednesdays. The next Wednesday after that, I was in Carlsbad and then I found myself in El Cajon. So it's going to rotate depending on on your business, but it's going to keep moving. Right. And again, don't overdo it. 200, 250 max is a great starter. What are, what are you leaving on the doors when you're doing that? Anything? Um, okay. So if you're going to do a postcard, do the bigger postcards because you know you have small postcards. You have what? Three and a half seconds. Bigger postcards, you have six seconds to capture them. I happen to leave a letter um, and the letters, depending on what it is, maybe it's, hey, I just sold the, the house down the street on 123 ABC Street. Um, it was fantastic. We got them over asking. However, there was three other buyers that did not get a, the home. Are you interested in selling? Give us a call. Right. So it's a letter. It's not in an envelope. It's just a letter put up on the door, left on the door. We found that that has a higher ratio of of opening. Opening ratios are higher with a letter than they are a postcard for us. Um, and then it's another one. If we happen to be searching for a buyer, guys, do this in your markets. Great. Now you have to be ready because I know some agents do it and uh, without having that buyer. Right. Because the sellers always do. You really have a buyer. Tell me about your buyer. So that's where you have to learn your script on how to how to adjust them. But um, we leave those, hey, we have a buyer that's qualified, that's, that's looking in your neighborhood, and uh, are you interested in selling? If now's the time, give us a call. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And and again, for everybody, I mean, you're doing these, uh, we kind of went backwards because because the whole idea of, of, of filling your pipeline is FISBOs, expireds, farming, somebody's interested, they make it into your CRM, they get that monthly newsletter on an ongoing basis, you know, and then eventually they become a client. And then they stay as a past client in your in your database where you're looking for referrals. So mm -hmm. so it's it. I mean that's that's and the bigger your database gets, the more you can predict that business is going to come from it. Yes. Um, do you, so you're leaving a letter as you door knock. Do you put it in an envelope or or leave it as an open no, letter? Just fold it as an open letter. Uh, fold it as a letter like a normal letter and put it on the door. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And it, believe it or not, guys, it works really really good in communities like with HOAs like on condos because they think they're like violation or something so they're going to read it it's <laughs> because johnny does a big red no red, i don't do that red paper on, on, his, on, on the front door right reo short sale <laughs> so look thank you johnny we you know just to sum up a few of the i mean there's we, we always get stuff when we talk to you so just just as a, a recap johnny and i are gonna are gonna talk more about getting together as a uh 
to start to do FISBO education seminars. That's yeah. he, he used to do that. That's what he was doing for his business when I met him in whatever it was, 2006, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, a long time ago. Um, so we're going to start doing that virtually. Anybody who's interested in participating in that and doing that in your market, make sure you leave a comment and, and our team will compile that and we'll reach out to you because maybe we'll do a few mastermind calls with lessons yeah. learned, especially after the first, the first one. We'll also, you know, hopefully get a copy of that, Johnny, and we can post that for people to watch and look at if, you know, put you on the spot there. So That's um, the Facebook, uh, FISBO seminar? The FISBO one, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we'll do it. You know, we'll start that mastermind. And then what we'll do is we'll put little tips in there on what we're doing and, and they can follow along and, and do it in their marketplace. I mean, because the beautiful thing, guys, right now, if, again, if you're behind the curve on social media, Facebook, Instagram, take time out of your business. Even if it's at night, sit there and just kind of learn on the difference between a boost and an ad. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but you, you have to know the difference. Because like I said, right now, Facebook is so powerful and Instagram is so powerful that we're generating a lot of business virtually. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to get into that because I think FISBO is a good way to target um, with those ads and, and we can get people in those seminars. So we'll do that for everybody's listening who wants to participate. We're, we'll follow up with, with that. Um, again, the CRM, man, if you didn't, if you didn't listen to what he was saying and take time to organize and time block, start doing that right now. That will create tremendous amount of stability in your, in your, your business. And then all of those ideas to get people into your sphere of influence, you know, is, is the farming and calling FISBOs and the calling expires or door knocking and all those things create, you know, relationships where you can get people in and, uh, we can talk, talk to those people. So, um, anyway, thank you so much, Johnny, any Absolutely. last advice or tips or tricks of, you know, I just want to say, guys, hey, thanks for having me on. Um, each everybody who's listening across the country, you know, like I said, there's a lot of opportunities in this market right now. So it's up to you to take advantage of them. There's always something that's happening. In fact, I know the biggest laugh that we're having right now is how many babies are going to be born in January or February of next year. Right. It's a lot of folks that are going to have to either purchase their first house or they're going to have to up, uh, uh, upgrade their home. Right? We just went through like a we look at it as a one trillion dollar advertisement about your home people have now realized that their house is too small they don't have a pool they don't have that extra room a lot of people now found out that working from home they're more productive so now they're going to have a home office so these are all topics to talk about and look at so there's a lot of opportunities in this market it's just a matter if you're willing to step up and do what you need to do thanks johnny appreciate it for those of you that enjoyed and and got something from from listening to Johnny today, make sure you post that in the comments because because we'll be able to go back and if you had, if we miss questions, we'll be able to get to those. But please let Johnny know um, that you appreciated his time because I know it's valuable where, um, uh, right now. So again, thanks everybody. Just as a reminder um, to jump on, we have two places where we'd like to hang out and talk about business and continue these conversations. One is our forum. If if you if you're a customer and you're in Vortex up in the upper right hand side, you can get to the to the forum there. A lot of discussion going on about lead generation, scripts, objections, you know, all things to do with Red X and its products. We also have a group on Facebook called the Red X Elite Prospecting Group. And um if you if you find us on there on Facebook, ask to join that group. Because again, a lot of these discussions just continue after after the episodes. So make sure you get on there. And, and we'll go from there. From there, um, we are going to have uh, 
our next episode on Friday at 1.30 p.m. And uh, we hope to see you guys there. And we appreciate it. And that's a wrap today. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye.